Welcome to the Social Scholars Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Lynn, and I'm a social media consultant, personal branding strategist, and Elon Musk super fan. Each week, you're going to learn through quick tip episodes, guest expert trainings, and business owner interviews, the perspective, insight, and strategies you need to align your business goals with your marketing efforts and make social media work for you. So let's get to class. Well, hi there. Welcome back to another Friday episode of the Social Scholars Podcast. I just shared in my Instagram stories yesterday that I've I've just become like very self-aware that I sing my own sentences. Like at the end, I'll just sing. (laughs) So um, I just think it means I'm happy. I'm just happy. I'm happy to be here with you. Today is an episode where it is just you and I hanging out. The last couple episodes on Friday, we've had some awesome interviews that have took taken place um, inside the Social Scholars Community Facebook group. So if you're not in there, you got to get in there. And um, those were replays. So awesome, awesome interviews. So much good feedback on both of those. So check those out. But today it is just you and me and we're talking about how to get started with your podcast. And I want to make sure... <laughs> disclaimer um, that this is not an episode on how to make millions on your podcast. This is an episode on how to get thousands of subscribers or downloads. This is just one for getting started. So if you already have a podcast, this may not be an episode for you um, because we're just really the, the, the tools, the strategies, and the mindset that needs to happen to get started. What I am working on behind the scenes for you, if you do already have a podcast or just additional information for those of you who are wanting to start, is a podcast panel with some actual podcast experts, coaches, managers. And so I'm hoping that that will happen in the next week or two, Um, just kind of getting everybody scheduled together and that sort of thing. But that will take place as a bonus interview episode inside the Social Scholars podcast or inside the Social Scholars community Facebook group. So if you are not there, come hang out, come hang out. We're going to do, we're going to start doing some even um, more, even more extra interviews and extra content and that type of thing. So come hang out with us. That will take place there where we'll, where we will get into maybe some of those topics. Um, but today though, is just getting started. And so what I want to preface this whole thing with the, with though, is that, um, the only though, so I broke it up, excuse me, I broke this podcast up into, um, your idea, equipment, recording an intro and an outro, creating show notes and titles, where all you're going to put your podcast. And then, Let's see. Yeah. And then where where are you going to share your podcast? So I broke it down into those categories. The thing I want you to remember is that the only thing that you need with a podcast is actual content. So we can let the mic trip us up. What what are we going to call our podcast trip us up? We can let creating the graphic trip us up and just keep us from not getting started. And so I hope that after you hear this episode today, that if those have been roadblocks for you in the past, they are no longer roadblocks for you because they can change. You can pivot. And I'm going to talk more about that as we get to each one. But um, the only thing that you need to really, not the only thing, but the most important thing you need in starting a podcast is the content. So um, I, I got a tip for you in just a second. I'm going to share with you with that, but just keeping that in mind, like that, that's the, that's really the biggest thing that you need. And then all the other things you can add in, you can enhance, you can get better at as you continue, but you won't be able to get better at any of those things or improve any of those things. Um, get a better name, get a better graphic, whatever it might be, if you don't first start. So hopefully the whole after you listen to this, um, you'll 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 be inspired just to get started, even if it's imperfect. To take that imperfect but inspired action. Um, so with that, let's get into the idea. So <clears throat> I'm sure that if you're if you're listening to this specific episode, you probably have an idea or two or three for starting a podcast 
already. And it may just be what's been holding you back is like which episode or which idea do I pursue? Um, or maybe you have a, a concept for a podcast, but you're like, I don't know, is is this am I ready for a podcast or is this just like a blog topic or is this just a single maybe Facebook live training or masterclass that I do or is it a podcast? And so my tip for you on this is to come up with 30, a list of 30 ideas for possible uh, podcast episodes on whatever topic or topics that you're thinking of. And then that way you'll see right away, okay, this was so easy. Like these ideas just flowed. Okay. I got this. This is going to be an awesome podcast because I got all these topics I got. And then and you're only going to add more to that list. Whereas maybe you could only come up with 10 topics and it was kind of a struggle and you're like, oh, I'm not really feeling excited about any of these topics. There you go. You know, maybe, maybe the one topic that you are excited about, maybe that is like a masterclass or a free training or something. And just that, just that one time thing. Or maybe you table those 10 ideas until um, you're able to kind of come up with some more creative or fun or inspired topics that you can add in there. And then you'll know like, okay, I can I can go ahead and like pursue this. Because um, I do want to share this really quickly before I get too far into this that I forgot to mention at the beginning. Um, Lewis Howes created a really great uh, podcast on creating a podcast a few months ago. I'm going to link that in the show notes. Um, but one of, one of the biggest takeaways that I got from that was just how to think about your podcast. And that was thinking about it in one of two ways. Either you're going to, to treat your podcast like a media company where the podcast is the main thing. Like it is your business. Everything else you do in your business revolves around the podcast, including monetize, getting sponsorships, ads, that type of thing. Or the second way to think about your podcast is coming up with, um, it's just, it's a, an extension of your business. So it's just a, an outlet to share additional information, to make more connections, to, um, connect with your people in different, in a different way. And then anything that a product service, um, any announcements, anything that you're doing, events that you're having, you share on your podcast. So it potentially could indirectly generate revenue, but it's not the main part of your business. So there's kind of one or two ways to think about that. And then I think that also plays into, you know, thinking about the type of content that you want to have, the type of guests that you would have on. So kind of as we go through this, start to maybe think about which direction what strategy you would want your podcast to be. I think when you're first starting, um, and again, somebody, a, a, an expert might come in and, and tell me otherwise, tell us otherwise. But I think when you're first starting, it, it is maybe a little bit more difficult to, to go that first route just because you haven't necessarily developed the audience to bring in advertisers yet. You haven't necessarily like gotten crystal clear on your message, your voice, the, the, the brand for the podcast, because I believe that that can only happen after doing episodes and realizing, fine tuning, um, dialing certain things in, taking certain things out. Um, and that only comes with experience and with action and with realizing, okay, this worked, this didn't, no amount of thinking will help you get to that point. So we might all be starting in that second category, but at least you have an idea of like where another option that you could take it when the timing is right. Um, okay, so th that's kind of thinking about content, you know, if you're ready to start a podcast or if it's just, you know, a one-off thing. Um, naming it is another thing that I know holds a lot of people up. And, uh, you know, the thing that I'm going to say here is know that it can change. You can pivot. I know so many um, even well-known podcast uh, hosts who have s changed their name. Um, so you you can change your name. You can change your topics. You can stop a podcast if it doesn't feel fun and completely pivot to something else. Like there are, there's no mayor of the podcasting world. There's no permission we have to get from the podcasting world. Um, you just got to start. And some of these things will, that you've been thinking about, that you've probably been overthinking about, will start to become clear once you start doing, but that you can only get that clarification, get that information when you do. Um, the one thing, the, the practical tip, I guess, that I have around naming your podcast is to think about, you know, what are people maybe searching for? Um, 
that, and it's maybe somewhat clear of what the topic is about. Um, I know that there's some really popular podcasts, I can't think of any right now, that have maybe a really creative, fun name, and it doesn't necessarily align at all with the topic, or you wouldn't guess what that that's about. Um, so you, you can do it that way. I just think for me, when I thought about my name, I wanted it to be fun to say, um, cause you're going to say it a lot and I wanted it to have some, something in it about the topic. So, you know, this is all about social media, different social media strategies, platforms, strategies. And so I wanted something in there, marketing, social, whatever. And then I just felt like social scholars was fun, fun to say. And scholars meant like you're learning, you're taking information in, you're, you're getting good at it, but you continue to be, you know, a student of it or whatever. So I don't know. I just was like, oh, that, that feels like, yes, this is a podcast about learning social media, social scholars. Um, and it was fun to say. So that's how I came up with my name. Again, you probably have a name or a couple that's been like rolling around in your head. I would, I would just, which one is fun? Which one do you want to say? Say it over and over. Maybe say each one 10 times, which one just feels good. Like say it, say it, listen to yourself and go with that one. Knowing that it's not written in stone. You do not have to keep it forever. If you don't want to keep it forever, if it doesn't make sense anymore, you don't have to. And so I think that that will take some pressure off too, and hopefully allow you to continue to move forward on getting your podcast out to the world. Um, and then the other thing I would think about who is this podcast for? Um, I know that this, this is really coming down to like, who, who are you talking to in your business in general? Um, niching is a, sometimes is, is a difficult thing, especially when you're starting out. I'm not suggesting you have to, you have to know, you know, where your, where your listener shops and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I would have an idea of who it is you're wanting to talk to so that when you do your intros, when you ask your questions, you can really tailor them and have some additional insight additional perspective around what your listener is going through, what they care about, what jokes they might think is, are funny, what experiences they're having, what struggles they're having, and you can frame the questions with them in mind. Okay, the second thing, the second topic that I have is the equipment. And this, again, the mic is probably another thing that keeps us from actually starting. Or maybe it's the thing that we get first, the thing that we research first, and then we just never record anything on it, um, which is what I did. So I had my mic for over a year before I actually spoke into it, which is so funny. I just wanted the cute Yeti microphone, which I do have the Yeti. I have the white one. Um, it is super cute. I don't know that it's the best one on the market. Um, I have a, gosh, and I don't know what their, what the technical name is, but like a screen for it. Um, so that when I do say my P's and that sort of thing, I don't, I don't puff it into the mic today though. I'm recording this, this episode directly from my phone into the app that I'm going to tell you about next. Um, so it can be easy and you know, that's something else I want to say. And I don't want to get on soapboxes and I don't want to get on tangents, but I, I want you, as I'm going through this, at the end of this, and anytime you think, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed or, oh, I just, there's too much to do. I want to do this, but there's just too much to do. I want you to ask yourself the question, how can this be easy? How could this be easy? How could putting out a podcast be easy? And it is incredible that how your mind will go to work to find the answer to that question versus, oh my gosh, this is so hard. Why is this so hard? Your mind then goes to work to find all the reasons why starting a podcast is so hard. The tech, the music, you don't know, you know, how to name something, blah, 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 all these things, right? Your brain will go to work to find those. So keep in mind the, the quality of your life depends on the quality of your questions. I totally believe that. I've heard that from my mentors, um, of, of, all the time. And that is so true. I and mean, I've experienced that. And so ask yourself, how could this be easy? How could this be fun? How could this be simple? And you will come up with answers and it will be easy. Starting a podcast is easy. Starting a podcast is not hard. If you say that it's hard, it's hard. If you say that it's easy, it weirdly becomes really easy. And it really is so simple. It is more simple than ever um, to start a podcast. You don't even need a mic to start a podcast. And I'm doing that right now. Um, talking into my phone, using 
technology that's available at our fingertips. So um, the mic, I, I use a Yeti. I'm going to also include another article to um, to an article that Brooke Hollis from the Hey Girl Have Fun podcast wrote probably over a year now. Um, but it was a gold mine of all the different mics on the market, the different hosting platforms, other things to think about that's going to add in some additional content th- to this. So you'll have that as a, as a bonus um, resource. But she goes into depth in that article about mics. Um, the the pros and the cons about each one. So I'll let you do that. That that's probably a personal preference depending on your budget, that type of thing. Um, but know that you don't need one to start. All that you need to start, I'm gonna say this again probably, all that you need to start is an episode. You need content to start. And so don't let the name, don't let the mic trip you up. Um the the piece of technology that I think is my favorite out of all this and that has allowed me to personally do this is a tool called Anchor. Anchor is a Um, an app that you can download on your phone. It is also a desktop website that you go to and it's how I put together my episodes every single week. It is free. It is the platform that um, distributes my podcast to places like Spotify and Apple iTunes and six other places at the moment. Um, It's where I write my show notes. um, It also allows you to create um, an intro, which I'm going to get into in just a second, but you can absolutely include your intro. You can create your graphic inside of um, Anchor, which is so nice. You pull in a photo. It gives you some text options, some layout options. Boom, you got it. Um, and it's, it just makes it so easy. And then you have the option to use a mic and record on your desktop or um, just record straight to your phone like I'm doing here. And I've done this more than once. I've recorded an episode in my car while I'm waiting to pick up my son at school. So you guys, it does not have to be hard. Podcasting can be easy. It is easy. Um, so there's that. Um, the, the thing that I forgot to at the beginning when I was talking about the idea and kind of just things that make trip you up is also the graphic. So Anchor allows you to make a graphic really easily for free. Um, I did work with a graphic designer. I um, Karima Creative uh, is my go-to girl for, for all the things. So I worked with her on that. Um, I am a little, uh, I'm a little snooty when it comes to my graphics. I, I, I am like a, a graphic designer, a wannabe graphic designer. That's what I am. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a pro at all, but I like to like play, fun, have, have play around with it and have fun. So like I wanted something that I couldn't necessarily do inside of Anchor. Um, and then I also just didn't want to spend the time and overthinking it by creating something in Canva because, because I feel like I'm like a, a graphic designer <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, nope, these templates just aren't going to work for me or I want something brighter or I want this or I'll, I'll make something and I'm like, I don't know, but it just doesn't, it's, something's off. So I reached out that just, I didn't want to waste any more time on that part of it. So I reached out to Karima. She helps me. We created this graphic. I pulled examples from other podcasts um, that I really, that I liked, that I thought stood out, that had the white space that I wanted, that had a photo, um, that had the text that I wanted, um, or that I liked. And so based on all of that, this is the bot, this is the, the image that you're seeing. And, um, I know that there's probably rules on white space and how big your font is. And do you have a photo in it or not? Um, I just think it's like, what do you like? What do you, what, you know, what aligns if you, if you're a personal brand, I think it makes sense to have your photo somewhere in the thumbnail. Um, I, I know others who just have, you know, a beautiful logo or a really fun image. Again, it's just, why are you creating the podcast? What, what type of business is it for? Um, and, and what, what, what do you want? And knowing that you can change it, knowing that the image that you start out with now probably won't be the image that you have a year from now. It might be, but you can absolutely change it. You can change it six for, six months from now, right? But you got to get started. So um, Canva and Anchor are free places that you can get started creating that graphic. So don't let the graphic be a reason why you don't start either. The next tool that I use outside of Anchor is Audacity. And I think, I find Audacity personally difficult to use. Um, It's probably operator error most of the time. I just think that it's kind of clunky, but it's free. And you can edit a lot better 
um, than you can inside of Anchor. With Anchor, you can split episodes up. You can take out some things, but it's just a little, it's not as, it's just a little bit more tricky in my opinion. Um, So I use Audacity for minor, minor editing. So if in the middle of an episode I have a coughing spell or somebody's dog goes crazy, I can, I'll look and see, okay, that happened around minute 20. I'll pull the episode into Audacity. Um, I'll go to that place and then I'll just trim it. Um, and then I'll download it again to my computer and pull it back into Anchor. So, you know, I also, people do this. You can hire people to edit your episode for you. Um, I don't do a ton of editing. Could my sound quality be better? I'm sure it could. Um, and eventually I do hope to have, to hire some help with the podcast. But if you're just starting, if you're on a budget, um, you can absolutely do it your do it yourself. Um, and there's free resources to do that. So audacity is one of those that I use. Um, the other tool that I use is zoom and this is where I have my guest expert calls. So, um, whenever I'm doing a, an interview episode, um, they can schedule, I send out a Calendly link, which is the other tool that I was going to mention to my guests where they can, I've, I've noted my availability on the back end for recording podcast episodes. And so they can have those to choose from based on their schedule when works for them. We don't have the back and forth. And then I also, um, zoom, integrates with Calendly. So whenever they pick a time, I've set it up very easily, set it up so that they also get a link to a Zoom, um, to a Zoom room. So that when we have our time and date that we're supposed to talk, the Zoom link is automatically there. I don't have to do anything in the background to set it up. That's already done for me, which is so nice. And then they can just click on that and then we're in the room. Um, The other thing that I add to Calendly is I have a, a questionnaire for my guest that is is in there whenever they put in their name and email. That'll be like, hey, check out this link. This will be, um, and I created a, just a really quick questionnaire in Google Forms. And then I just copied that link and put it in my Calendly, um, my Calendly invite for them. Um, that makes it just kind of streamlines the process a little bit. So there's less back and forth, less things that I have to remember because guys, I am not the most organized person, um, in the world. Not at all. Um, so just however I can help myself out, that's what I'm doing. Um, and then zoom, I, I really like zoom a lot. I know you could probably do the same thing in Google Hangouts right now. Um, but, and the other nice thing about zoom is that even if you don't want to have the the video right now, um, you do have that if you record it for future clips, that type of thing, which is something I hope to do down the road. I pull these back out of the archive um, and share some of the clips of the interviews. Um, and then the other thing about Zoom that I like is that you can just download the audio. You can have the option to download the, it'll save the video and then it'll also save just the audio, which is nice that it automatically does that for you. And so after the episode gets done downloading, I immediately drag the episode into my, um, Google drive folder where I have my podcast set up. I'll have like guest headshots. Um, that's where I keep all my graphics, all that type of stuff. And so I'll pull it into my guest folder for that specific person. And then I'll have that ready to go. So I don't have to look for it. And then when I'm ready to work on the episode, I will pull that audio file directly, just literally just drag it into anchor, which is so nice. Um, and why I love anchor, cause it's just drag and drop. It's a drag and drop. Um, so those are my tools. And then how I recorded the intro and the outro, again, Anchor gives you an option to record an intro right inside the tool. It makes it so easy. They have a couple of fun um, background music options that you can talk over. And with my intro, what I did was I just went back and there's um, like, I, I just listened to few of the podcast episodes that I really admire, that I like. How did they structure theirs? (laughs) Something funny that I'll tell you is the first intro that I recorded was two minutes long. (laughs) I wrote out like this big thing. And then when I went to record it, it was like, oh my God, it's two minutes. So, um, but that's okay. That was easier to cut back, right? Just cut it down a bit. 
Um, and then, so now I think mine's around 30 seconds and I just took the framework of some of the intros that I really liked. I added, you know, what the podcast was, was about, who it's for, a little something personal and fun about me. Um, and then boom, let's, you know, let's get to it. So that's how I made up the actual like words for it. And I just typed it out. And I, if I'd be lying, if I said I nailed it on the first time, I probably had to record it at least 30 times. <laughs> which probably is too many, um, but it is what it is, but I finally got it. And so that's how I got the words. Um, And then what I personally did, and you'll hear other ways to do this because this is probably very clunky. And if I'm being honest, and and it's probably a little unfair to you that I'm even sharing this because um, it's, it's probably not the best way to record an intro and to like to, to get this, but this is what I did. Um, and, but so maybe it'll inspire you to Google a different way, or at least give you an idea of what this looks like. So you can record it in anchor for free. Um, very, very easily. You can also hire somebody to help you record it. The other option that I did is I went into, I Googled, you know, um, royalty free or copyright compliance music for podcast intros. And you'll get so many options. What I ended up going with is an option inside of YouTube. I Googled the audio library, audio library inside of YouTube. Inside, when you get those results, you're going to get a ton of results. You're going to get different mixes. So there's like, I think I got mine from like an island mix, um, which is so fun. But there's like inspirational mixes. There's motivational mixes, like all kinds. And then so you could probably listen to all of these for hours. So what I'm going to recommend is that you set a timer. You give yourself 30 minutes, maybe an hour. I spent way more than that that I would not recommend listening to all these things, to all these different pieces of music, trying to figure out, oh, what's the vibe I want? Do I want something jazzy? Do I want something really inspiring? Something, you know, whatever. Um, so just getting in there and kind of playing with it will start to help you get an idea um, if you just decide to make your own of like what's the what the vibe you want it to be. So I picked a specific one. I signed up for the YouTube free trial for the month so that I could download my song. And then I ended up canceling my membership. Again, this is me being super... Uh, I don't know if it's janky. I don't know what the word is. This is me being very budget conscious of this podcast. Um, so I download. I got my song downloaded, and then again, what I did. I've talked about this tool called Video Leap before. I love it because it has a voiceover option. Um, I talked about Video Leap in more detail in episode in the Valentine's Day episode about six tools that I'm in love with. Go back and listen to that one, or just. Google Video Leap, but I use Video Leap on a weekly basis. And so I pulled the video into Video Leap. And then there's an option just to make it an audio file. So I turn it into an audio file and then I would hit play. And then I love Video Leap because then you have the option to do a voiceover. So I would come in and do a voiceover um, of my written intro that I that I recorded. So I let it play a little bit. I started talking and then I let it play a little bit. I stopped talking and then I let it play a little bit more. And then I saved it and then I downloaded it and then I pulled it into Anchor. Again, I just dragged that file into Anchor. And so moving forward, every single episode that I do, I title it podcast intro. I just drag it from the library column to the episode column and boom, it's there. And that's how I build my episode Every week um, is I pull my intro in, I pull my outro in, and then um, my Zoom file, I'll title, you know, the guest, I'll drag that over from the library, and then I'll usually add in like some sort of uh, like rewind transition, um, and I drag that over. And Anchor also has transitions. It has hundreds of transitions. Um, I just can't say enough about Anchor. Um, And and it just makes it so easy. It literally gives you everything that you need to start a podcast. So I'm giving you some things that I did. I don't want it to be confusing. I don't want it to seem hard. So if I have lost you on creating an intro, either pay somebody to do it or just record it in an anchor if you end up using anchor. Don't make this more difficult than it has to be. Um, I, I There's a couple of tools that I'm really savvy with that I've had a lot of experience with. So that just, that came easy to me. But if I, I didn't, that would be a little bit more challenging. That would just be like one more thing I'd have to figure out. So don't, don't, don't do it if it feels like, oh, that just really seems 
like complicated. Don't do it then. Do not do it. But another way to, there's simpler ways to do it. Um, and if you have the, the budget or if you have the desire to pay somebody, that might be an option too. If you want to get a little bit more creative than what Anchor allows you to do. Okay. Um, let's see. What else do I want to tell you about? Okay. So that's creating an intro and an outro. Um, I did the, I do the same thing with an outro. When I first started my podcast, I, uh, I wanted to get reviews. So I made my outro about reviews and joining the Facebook group. And so I ended up getting, I don't know, I think I had like maybe 20 or so reviews um, the first few weeks. And I've kind of fallen off the wagon with like making that more of a priority. Um, but I do find that it that it helps me whenever I start to type in like the social. I, I used to not... I used to couldn't I couldn't even find me when even when I typed in the social scholars like nothing about me popped up. Um so I do think that reviews helps you when somebody's searching a, a specific topic. Um so I would I would recommend that when you're when you're first starting your podcast to make an ask, to make a a strong clear call to action of, you know, what do you want people to do after they hear this podcast? And um one of the things <clears throat> that I did to sweeten the pot a little bit was I had um, um, a, a worksheet and a resource that I had in one of my paid groups in the past about how to sell on social media, selling on social media roadmap. So that was a gift that I offered anybody who was willing to leave a, a review. And all they had to do was leave a review, let me know that you left a review, um, either in my Instagram DMs or email. And then I'll, I just sent them um, that that PDF or that Google link for that resource. And that worked really well. I don't know. I'm, I'm like be over the moon that 20 people felt, um, gave me their time to, to leave a review. And, um, so, you know, uh, I'm happy about that. I'm sure there's other things that you could do to get even more and I continue to get more is something that I am, um, working on as well. Uh, but in the beginning, that's a, that's a way to do that is to make that clear call to action in your intro. Um, doing the same thing. Um, you can, again, work with somebody, record it in Anchor or do this uh, YouTube <laughs> video and create a voiceover and video link or video leap. Um, and then I have switched up my outro. I made two because there was also a resource that I wanted to share with people to help grow my email list. So each week I'll kind of switch them up. You know, usually I have one that's my standard for my Monday episode, and then I have another. My I use my other one on my Friday episodes. And then the the second to last category that I wanted to to share with you is about creating show notes, creating show titles. So the title thing thing is just like anything when you're thinking about writing a blog topic, when you're thinking about um, your email subject line or your YouTube video. It's like you want something to be clear about what it is, what people are searching for, what people are looking for. Um, and so that's why I, I typically will put the guest interview um, interviewee at the back end, because most of the, most of the people, while they are a wealth of information, it's not like I'm interviewing Oprah, and so like I don't necessarily start with their name, but I will put their name somewhere in the title because I want their name to be searchable on Google, and I want you know I want people to know who I'm, who I'm talking to. But when I'm titling it, I try to think, okay, what did we? I'll always name it after the the episode interview what was like something that was really compelling to me that might be also really compelling to my listener, to you. Um, and then I'll take that phrase or that word or that question or whatever it might be, and I'll plug it into Google and I'll search for it. And then what comes back on Google is going to be articles on that topic. Um, it's going to be he other headlines that people have used on that topic. And so that gives me an idea, some inspiration for how to actually say what I want what I want to say and know that people are searching for it. So for example, um, I interviewed Daniel Hill. I think it was episode three, maybe three or five, um, on here. I'll have to go back and look at that. And we had, we talked about so many things. And like, my first thought was like, um, what to know about Instagram or why Instagram 
why you should be on Instagram. And I don't think that that's a terrible name, but I'm like, this could be better. This could be better. Like, what are people searching for when it comes to Instagram? So I just got on Google. I spent five minutes, like, you know, top questions, frequently asked questions about Instagram. Um, And then what kept coming up for me was something around the algorithm, like the Instagram algorithm, how to beat the algorithm. What is the algorithm? So that's what I ended up naming the episode because we did talk about that. That was a a topic in the conversation that we spent some time on. And that was something that appeared to be something that people were researching. So that's how I got the title for that name. And that's what I do with each episode. Sometimes it it doesn't make sense or I'm like, that just sounds boring. (laughs) I want it to be fun. Um, But even this last Monday episode, um, I, I was trying to think with Emily and Dwight, okay, um, who owned the cycle bar studio out in Omaha, Nebraska, I thought, gosh, what were the things that we, what, what, what we really talked about? And for me, after I re-listened to the episode, it was like, gosh, the power of storytelling. So I got in Google and I just typed in like the benefits of storytelling, the power of storytelling, why it's important to storytell, storytelling and marketing. And I just, some things came up and there was something about like secret sauce and storytelling and so I was like oh I love that that's that's catchy to me but also like um also it describes what the episode is about so like storytelling is the secret sauce for your social media um so that's how I came up with with that and you can do the same so that's how I get my title episodes and then um or my episode titles and then as far as the show notes um you know, I've seen some people just write a sentence or two. I've seen some people have like extensive show notes um, that they then turn into blogs on their website that get a lot of traffic sent to them because they're so thorough. Um, Some people transcribe the episode and have that available. Um, I guess I do a middle. I do a middle of the road there. I, I start off with like, what, what's the, what are, the main thing that you're going to learn from this episode? Why do I love this episode and why are you going to love this episode? So I share a couple sentences about that, who my guest is or my guests are, um, what their experience is, what what you're going to learn from them in, in just like a quick summary, two or three sentences. And then I'll typically list other bullet point things that you're going to learn from that episode that are just like, how to do this, how to do this, their experience doing this. So, you know, it might be five bullets, it might be 10 bullets, um, but I try and have that. And then um, the third part of my show notes is where, what do they have going on? Where are they hanging out? So putting their links and that type of stuff. And then at the end of every episode, show notes that I have, um, I have whatever, um, call to action outro that I'm using, I'll either include um, a link and a little tidbit on my freebie, which right now is how to land your first podcast interview, shameless plug. And then um, the other, the other episode is, um, uh, or the other outro that I'll use for my um, description of my show notes is about a link to our Facebook group um, and a reminder to a call to action to leave a review. So you can do the same. Uh, That's just at the bottom. I'll usually put like some dashes or a line to kind of separate that, but that's how I create my show notes. And I do spend some time on my show notes because this is the foundation for then what I go to post on social media for then what I go to post, um, or to share in my email. I'll usually add a couple of things. And um, I'll usually add a couple of things um, and tweak it a little bit, but it all starts with my show notes. Okay, and then the last section of all of this, I'm trying to go through this quickly um, because there is a lot. Like I feel like this could be like a three-hour episode, Um, but I want to give you... I just want to give you the highlights of what I did, like I said, just to kind of inspire you, to give you some ideas, to give you some additional things to think about, and hopefully to get you started so your podcast episode is out there. Okay, so the last piece of this that I have is um, where to put your podcast. So where to share it after you've created it. 
and um, to promote it. So I always add a, a blog to my website and typically I'll um, I'll try and do it like the day of, but it doesn't always happen. But I have like a graphic um, created in Canva for my website. I'll drop the embedded link to Anchor and then I will um, basically just copy and paste my show notes. I might add an intro sentence. I may not, depending on if it makes sense. Um, and then I have it on my blog so that you know, that's something I own. That's, it's always there. And then, um, I'll promote it on Instagram with a post in the feed and then I'll share it in my Instagram stories. I'll share, um, I'll share it on Facebook usually that same day because that's when my, my episode drops. I want to promote it on that day, but I'll share it on Facebook maybe later that afternoon. Um, because as you've probably heard me say before, when somebody checks Instagram, they're typically then checking Facebook and then they're going to check Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever. So if they saw it on LinkedIn or if they saw it on Instagram, you know, 10 seconds before, they're probably not going to engage with it later. Um, so I like to, to space it out. And then I do share mine on LinkedIn as well. Um, and then I always send an email out on a Tuesday with my podcast uh, show notes and um, my links and all that kind of stuff. I basically just, I'll, I'll usually maybe change the intro a little bit to that. So, so it's just like, hey, I'm talking to you. Um, and I want this is why I'm like excited for you to watch or listen to this episode. Um, but it, it all starts from my show notes is, is kind of the foundation for how I talk about the episode. Um, and then I'll usually pull like a quote from the episode that I, that I liked or a a note that I took or something. Um, and I'll make that a graphic and then I'll make a graphic with a, um, with the face of my, of my guest. Um, and I, I always put the graphic with the quote on my Instagram feed just because it, I don't know, um, that seems to be like maybe something that's more shareable like somebody would share their quote and then I have like the carousel where they can swipe and then see the the image of my guest. Um, and then on Facebook though, my guest image, my guest face will be like my main image. So you can do it however you want. You can, you can create three graphics. You can create one graphic with their, their headshot and their quote. You don't even have to put a quote. It's how, whatever you want to do, but I just kind of took in what are some of the things that I like that other podcast hosts do and just kind of took that, left what I didn't like, and then added in what's mine. And you can do the same. Um, Let me see. But I do think that it's important to promote it, obviously, after the record, after you you release it. And something that I I try and do um, is also you know, talk about the episode as I'm going through the episode process, uh, the recording process. So, you know, if I if I did a podcast interview with somebody, I'll do a, a story on Instagram, you know, taking a picture of our Zoom call or talking about who I just interviewed and like why I'm so excited for you to hear about them. And so you can do the same kind of some some behind the scenes. Um, and then yesterday in my in the Facebook group, um, I just talked about some of the biggest takeaways that I've had from recent guests. Um, so you can do kind of like in between the recording and when the episode drops just to start building excitement, let people know what's happening. I always think it's fun to see like behind the scenes. Um, and that just kind of keeps your podcast top of mind, the fact that you have a podcast, that type of thing. So um, the other thing that I want to the I guess put under this category is especially when I launched it and you can always change it but I still have it up I changed all of my cover backgrounds to my podcast so my personal profile cover my business profile cover and then I do have a group for this specific community and then I also changed my LinkedIn cover to my podcast um, image. And what I did was once we got the image created in, um, in Canva with like the square for the thumbnail, I then just went ahead and I changed the dimensions. You can really easily do that in Canva to meet this, the dimensions for what I needed for those different types of cover photos and their sizes. And I just, you know, maybe had to move a couple of the pieces around, maybe had to move the font around a little bit, um, to make it look 
<laughs> to make it look okay within that new size. Um, but you can easily do that. And then I just, boom, download it really easily um, and uploaded it to those different covers. So that way it's like, oh yeah, people, um, let, let people know you have a podcast. Um, and then I guess the other thing about launching um, and there's probably a whole, we could probably just do an episode on this, on, on launching it, but you do want to, you do want to, it's like anything, you know, it's like, oh, you're having a, a party and a, an event, like let people know what's coming. Hey, I'm working on something really cool. Here's my mic. Here's my recording, or I just interviewed these guests. So even before you launch it, even before you drop the first episode, you can start talking about it, start building the excitement, why you're so excited, why, why your follower community should be excited. Um, and then you drop it, you know, keep the excitement up, share it everywhere that you can, um, ask friends to reshare it again, going back to that, like getting reviews, giving people a gift, that type of thing. Um, I think just makes for, for a fun launch. And then the other thing that I, that I did specifically for a launch is I dropped five episodes at once. Um, the reason why I did that was to give people an idea of what the podcast was going to be about, give them some episodes to binge on until the next one came out next week, um, that, that following week. And, uh, just, I guess just kind of show the variety of some things that I, I was going to do. Um, and then I had, you know, within those five episodes, I had two guests, that um, were really generous to to be a guest and then also generous with their promoting and sharing of the podcast. So that helped too. So instead of just one guest, I had two guests, you know, promoting the podcast for that launch week. Um, and so you could do the same. I know people who drop three, um, who drop two, whatever you want to do. Um, but I do like the idea of dropping more than one for the launch so that people have some additional content to kind of, to binge on, to start to get to know you, um, to start to subscribe to while they wait in anticipation for your next episode. So this was a little bit longer than I wanted it to be. Um, but you know, I, I, um, Hopefully you you got some good stuff out of here. I didn't go to, through it too fast. Let me know if you have questions um, specifically about my experience. I'm happy to share my experience. Um, and then know that we'll also have some additional resources and expert interviews coming your way in the next couple weeks. Um, and that I'm really excited for you to learn about that. Like I said, I'm going to learn myself because I'm sure there's a lot of things that I didn't think about, um, that I completely missed that I probably need to start doing that I could look forward to start doing. Um, but I think the, the takeaway from this entire episode is, is just to start. Don't make it harder than it has to be. If it were easy, what would easy look like? If it was simple to start a podcast, what would it be? And it's just like I said, your mind will go to work to find those answers for you. And with a tool like Anchor, there's all kinds of other things like technology-wise. You got Canva to help you with the graphics. Um, there's no reason why you can't start it, even if you're not technology savvy. And I think the benefit of having a podcast is that you're in somebody's ears on a regular basis. They're multitasking. They're taking you um, on their walks, <laughs> especially now among amidst the social isolating or social distancing and quarantining and all that. Um, it's just another way to kind of connect with your people. Um, they, we got we got some extra time on our hands. I know lots of people. <laughs> taking lots of walks. Um, their walking has increased. Maybe their running outdoors has increased. And so what a great time. What a great time to bring your community with you um, or to bring them, to allow your community to bring you with them. There we go. Um, then now. And uh, know that maybe the first couple episodes aren't your best. Maybe they're not going to be your best. Okay, let's just go ahead and say that. But you'll never get to like, you know, Amy Porterfield level or Pat Flynn or fill in the blank of your favorite podcast host, you'll never get there. You'll never be as good as that if you don't get started. Because the only way to get better at podcasting, the only way to get better at interviewing, the only way to get better at writing show notes, at creating graphics, at making awesome intros is to do it, is with experience, is with time. And as time goes on, you will get better, but you'll never get better if you don't start. So 
I hope if nothing else you got from this episode, that it gives you maybe that that nudge, maybe the permission that you need to start imperfectly but inspired um, and just get that going because I think podcasting is so fun. Um, I've gotten a lot from it. It brings me so much joy to do it. And you know, I don't have pressure on it to, to be anything other than fun and enjoyment and an outlet for me right now. Who knows what that will evolve and turn into as time goes on, but I've just had the best time putting these together. I've had the most amazing conversations with my experts that I selfishly um, am so thankful for. And, uh, you know, even if no one listened, which for their benefit, I'm, I wouldn't want that. But even if no one listened, like I got so much out of it. So just the whole part, the creation process, the putting it out, the feedback that you're going to get from people like, thank you, that was really fun. Or I got a lot from that. Oh, it's going to be so fulfilling. So I am so dang excited for you to get started making it easy Let me know what questions you have. Again, on my experience, reach out to me, DM. If you're in the Facebook group, uh, message me there or post a question. And uh, with that, I cannot wait to see what you come up with. Definitely let me know when your podcast is out. I would love to listen to it. I would love to leave you a review. So keep me in the loop on this. And with that, happy podcasting. I'll see you all next week. Before you go, I have two quick things I want to make sure that you don't miss out on. The first one is being a part of the Social Scholar Study Group, which is a private Facebook group where we're hanging out, looking at behind the scenes. You're getting additional bonus content. You're able to connect with the other listeners and have network opportunities. And occasionally when it works out, we're going to bring back our podcast guests for live interviews to share additional information with us to get your questions answered. So we're going to have a lot of fun over there as well as a ton of value. So be sure and join us in the link below in the show notes. And then secondly, um, I'm learning very quickly that reviews are important for getting the podcast found, reaching other people, helping them help other people by the content um, and the, the guest experts and experiences that they're sharing. And so I would love it. It would just mean the world to me if you would take time to leave a review and in exchange for that time and energy and effort, because I know you are busy, I'm going to give you the Selling on Social Roadmap as well as the um, social media content launch blueprint, which basically is four weeks of content leading up to your launch so that by the time you're ready to talk about your offer in that week four, people are knowing you, they're liking you, they're trusting you, and they're ready and excited to buy whatever it is you're selling. So you'll get both of those. Just shoot me an email once you've left a review at hello at com. Let me know you've left a review and I will get you your selling on social goodies over to you. Until the next episode, I will see you around social media.